0: SUMMIT MEDICAL GROUP IS THE LARGEST PHYSICIAN-OWNED MULTI-SPECIALTY MEDICAL GROUP IN NEW JERSEY. NOW HELPING YOU LIVE WELL AND STAY WELL WITH SMG RADIO. HERE'S YOUR HOST, MELANIE COLE. When you
1: think of prevention and health, and you wonder if so many of the products and advertisements that you see really work for some of these things, well, the answer is here today with my guest, Dr. Michelle Bender. She's a pediatrician with Summit Medical Group. Welcome to the show, Dr. Bender. So let's start with colds and flu, vitamin C, vitamin D, airborne, zinc, echinacea. There's so many products that they claim help the sore throat and help to ward off a cold at the first sign of a cold. Do any of these products work?
0: Um, That's a great question. So um, there are studies that show actually that vitamin C in high doses in the very beginning, first day of a cold, can shorten the length of the cold. Um, There are also studies that show that zinc um, given in the first day of a cold can help um, treat a cold. So those two things, when you feel a cold coming on, do drink your orange juice and do take. You can take your zinc bomb or zinc in any form that you want to take it. They, I think, it even comes in some type, type of lozenges or sucking candies or those kind of things. Um, As far as echinacea, the interesting thing about echinacea, we used to really think that that was also good to give in the very beginning of a cold to ward it off, but studies unfortunately did not really bear that out. What it is helpful for, though, for some people seems to be in prevention. So there are studies that showed that uh, kids, younger kids that are in daycare, if they're given a daily dose of echinacea, seem to have less colds and less severe complications such as ear infections. So if your young child is in daycare, you may want to consider a daily supplement with echinacea as a preventive measure.
1: How interesting. That's great to know. Now, what about if they get a cold? So, as prevention, we talk about washing hands and vitamin C and echinacea and liquids. So, now what if they get one? Is there some things that we can do to help their congested chest or if they've got a really stuffy nose or anything like that?
0: So, first of all, for the stuffy nose and the mucus, um, I think the most important thing is clearing with saline. And you can use some suction with that. Uh, there's plenty of brands that you can buy, little noses. Some of them are drops. Some of them are sprays. Um, any of those type of things can be helpful. I like to also use, if, you're, uh, if you have a humidifier or a mister, you can put a few drops of eucalyptus or peppermint uh, essential oil into your mister. I always recommend an essential oil, not one of the Glade plug-ins or anything that um, is really a chemical scent, because those are not the same thing. They do not come from the plants. They are manufactured in a factory and by a chemist, and um, they may actually be irritating. So uh, if you're going to use something like that, I'd recommend that you go ahead and get the essential oil. Um, there's also um, some preparations with um, elderberry, uh, which is a um, plant which is known to boost the immune system. So, um, and that can also help um, with the cough. So, uh, like the brand name is Sambucol, you can find that in um, the Cal food stores. Um, that can also be helpful.
1: So now on to some other things. Even children experience reflux occasionally, and they get a little bit of GERD or the food comes back up on them. Give us some really all-natural things that we can do to help stop some of that, whether it's sitting up, not eating late, or even apple cider vinegar.
0: Right. Well, a lot of GERD in older kids probably does have to do with lifestyle um, and maybe diet-related So we definitely want to avoid um, caffeine, we want to avoid soda, and you definitely, if your kid tends to be a gagger or choker or have night cough or a refluxer, you definitely do not want to be drinking a whole lot of milk right before bed, Um, and try to have your last meal a couple of hours before bed so you can be upright for a while and digesting before you lay down. so, and then for, for babies with colic and reflux, um, uh, preparations with fennel can be helpful. So, that's um, like gripe water, um, that can um, be helpful. You want to be a little careful because um, some gripe waters do have other ingredients. So you just want to read your ingredients um, pretty carefully. Uh, you want to make sure there's no honey. In an ingredient, as an ingredient for a child that's uh, less than age one.
1: And what about some behavioral disturbances? Now you mentioned sleep also as yeah. so important. Speak yeah. about the importance of sleep for our mental health for both adults, teenagers, and kids.
0: Well, I think that a lot of chronic issues um, in kids can be tied b- back into. Uh, poor sleep or um, going to bed too late um, and not getting enough sleep. So um, kids that tend to be um, have some behavior issues during the day, either daytime sleepiness or even hyper behavior, can um, be uh, related to staying up too late or not having good sleep. I think all the screens that we use now is te- not just television anymore. Our phones, our iPads. Um, tend to actually wake the brain up. And a lot of kids, even though they're getting in bed at a reasonable time, are using their electronics late into the night, even the parents might not even know about it. And that, I think, is really affecting our daytime behaviors um, and leading to um, increase in our incidence of um, attention deficit disorder um, and uh, just sort of uh, school issues. So um, I think one of the most important things that people kind of don't realize is routine. Routine is super important for sleep. Uh, we don't want to use any electronics in our bed. don't want to watch TV in your bed. In fact, you should not have a TV in your child's room. I really believe that that's way too tempting <laughs> and, and it's, you know they have plenty of time outside of their beds to use electronics. So if we can get the electronics out of the bed and really stick to a very um, restful routine for the hour before going to bed, most kids will be able to fall asleep more easily. If they're having trouble falling asleep, there's a few natural things you can do. Um, lavender scent is very good to help relax the body. You can use it in a bath, you can use it um, in an essential oil on the body, on the feet, or even a a drop on your pillow is good. Um, If they're really having difficulties, another natural product they can use is melatonin. Uh, This is a uh, hormone that's made by the brain and it helps with circadian rhythm. And uh, you can speak with your doctor about dosing But generally, low dosing can help restart and get a child back on track with sleep.
1: It's such great advice, Dr. Bender. So in just the last few minutes, give us your best advice for alternative approaches for prevention and health. Just when you're speaking with patients, your best advice and what you tell them about achieving optimal health for themselves and for their children and why they should come to Summit Medical Group for their care.
0: Well, I try to really talk a lot about also food as medicine. I think we've really gotten away from uh, realizing how important uh, what we eat is. I remind people that you don't put leaded gas in your unleaded car. You would not want to put that in your body either. So um, you really want to limit your exposures to as many toxins as possible, and that includes toxins in our foods. Um, I do remind people they if they want to check on how to get the best bang for their buck as far as buying organic, you can look on the Environmental Working Group's website. They have a great website. They also have lists of foods that um, are generally have a greater number of toxins versus less toxins, um, so if you uh, want to save some money, by buying a non-organic, let's say, banana because of a thick rind, that's less likely to be toxic than a strawberry, just as an example. So um, that's – and it can also tell you about cosmetics and um, detergents and other kinds of products that you might be using that could be toxic in your environment. So environmental working group is great. And at Summit Medical Group, um, I think that uh, we're working on – getting more resources to be available for our patients um, to avoid using medications. We do have um, chiropractic and acupuncture and um, massage and other types of um, alternative treatments. We have a behavioral health center where they do cognitive behavioral therapy as well to um, hopefully avoid um, using medications when uh, other approaches are available. So um, we try to give as much resources as we can here at Summit Medical Group.
1: It's great information. Thank you so much, Dr. Bender, for being with us today. You're listening to SMG Radio. For more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.